Hi, everybody. It's Stefan Molyneux from Free Domain Radio. I have Alan West uh, on the line, an American political commentator, former member of the U.S. House of Representatives and a retired U.S. Army lieutenant. Also, and primarily for the purposes of this conversation, a member of the Citizens Commission on Benghazi and a new book, author, Guardian of the Republic. Uh, thank you so, so much for taking the time today. Well, thanks for having me with you, Stefan. So, Benghazi. A lot of uh, liberal commentators and even some of the conservative side are saying this is not a significant issue. Uh, it was, uh, you know, mistakes were made in the usual phrase. Uh, I disagree with that. I think it has actually quite a significant issue more to do with geopolitics and arms sales. What is the case that you would make that comes out of the commission as to why uh, the American public should be paying attention to this story? Well, it's a breach of the level of trust. And, you know, having served in combat zones, I mean, how can you believe that civilian leadership is going to, you know, truly look out for your best interests if we see that four Americans can die and uh, no one really cares about it. Furthermore, they can continue to perpetuate a lie, which we see with this anti-Islam video, uh, and deny the, the proper type of security and resources that should have been there in Benghazi to protect an ambassador. This cannot be the new normal in the United States of America. Uh, the last time an ambassador lost his life, I believe, it was uh, in Afghanistan and during the Carter administration. And now here it is, some almost, what, 40 years later, and we're having it happen in the Obama administration. This is a black eye uh, on, on America, and the survivors, uh, you know, we should care about them. We should make sure that the truth is out there for the American people, but also those survivors, their faces should, faces should be brought to the forefront. And I think the similar question is, what... What was Ambassador Christie's was doing in Benghazi, Libya, which is a, a hotbed, the center of radical Islamic jihadist activity on 9-11? Right. It seems also that one of the narratives that had to be changed was this disastrous result of multi-year foreign policy on the part of the Obama administration. I believe you could make a strong case that it would have, would have had a material effect on the election that was uh, a few weeks after the incident. Do you? I mean, the phrase stolen election is a very incendiary one, but it seems to me that if the American public had had the right information, they may have made a different decision uh, on the re-election of Obama. Well, I think you're absolutely right, and this is where you see the complicity of the liberal progressive media. If Benghazi had happened with a Republican president, I can guarantee you that every single media outlet would have been hammering that Republican president would have made a difference in the elections of 2012. How many times did we, did we were we subjected to front-page New York Times stories uh, about Abu Ghraib? And uh, I think that that was, you know, not as important as us losing four Americans, uh, one of which being an ambassador. But you have not seen any front-page stories consistently in the New York Times or other liberal outlets. So, yes, uh, you, you saw Candy Crowley. Uh, from CNN, who was the moderator for the second debate, insert herself and uh, make a false statement that, of course, afterwards she came out and said, you know, that she had misspoken. But, you know, the, the optics, the moment had passed away. The debate was over and no one was paying attention to her recanting or retraction of what she had said. So, yes, we did not have the scrutiny that we should have had. We, uh, we continue to find out more and more information. If it had not been for a civilian, a citizen or a watchdog group, Judicial Watch, we still would not know about these, uh, these emails that they were able to get unredacted uh, due to a lawsuit that they filed against the Obama administration. 
And these are emails that it was a conscious pursuit of the narrative, that it was a YouTube video that provoked a spontaneous demonstration rather than the reality, which was this is a well-planned attack designed to coincide with 9-11. Yes, you're absolutely right. And I find it interesting that the person who was in charge, it seems, of this uh, gathering together to create this false narrative, Ben Rhodes, uh, his brother is the president of CBS, David Rhodes, and we all know that uh, Cheryl Atkinson, who, who was working at CBS, wanted to continue to, you know, dig deeper into Benghazi. She was pretty much so shut down, and now she has left. So it's that type of collusion that you see, and the fact that, you know, the uh, White House spokesperson, Jay Carney, stands there and said that the White House had nothing to do with altering talking points other than changing, you know, cosmetic things, changing the word to... To, from consulate to mission or what have you. And now we find out there's an email that he was included on, as well as uh, members of the Obama campaign that is, uh, is quite to the contrary. So, you know, it, this select committee should have been done two years ago uh, for us to get to the bottom of this. I think that Speaker Boehner was embarrassed by Judicial Watch, as well as the five different committees who were begging for information but just got uh, stonewalled and got redacted information. Well, I would argue that this uh, should have been done by the media two years ago, and the fact that a Citizens Commission has to be established in order to prompt the Congress and uh, other groups to do the job that yeah, the media the, should the have media, done. The yeah. media is going to circle the wagons around President Obama and the person that they hope to be the next president, Hillary Clinton. Uh, they, are, they do not want the American people to know the truth. They do not want the American people to understand. You know, first and foremost, why, why did we go into Libya anyhow? Uh, because, you know, if we want to talk about a humanitarian crisis, there's a bigger humanitarian crisis in Syria. And you brought up a great point. I think that this was all about a gun-running operation to Islamist forces in Libya, and somehow we were trying to uh, recollect those, uh, those weapons and, and maybe shift it up to the Islamists in, uh, in Syria by way through Turkey. So all of those pre, uh, you know, suppositions need to be uh, hashed out, and someone needs to be held accountable. You know, Hillary Clinton stands up and says, you know, I take responsibility. Okay, so what? what nothing has <laughs> been affected in her life. It was an empty statement that she made. Well, and it does matter now. I mean, if uh, prior to an election, uh, information was withheld from the American public, that uh, sources high up or, or actors high up in the White House uh, administration were knowingly lying to the American public about a disaster that happened on 9-11 and uh, attempting to keep from the American public the information that some of the weapons used against the mission in Libya were supplied by the American government uh, through uh, UAE, through, uh, through uh, Turkey uh, and through Qatar to Islamic insurgents. I mean, that would have been a, a, a shell shock of a, a revelation to occur late in the campaign. Well, you're absolutely right. And even still to today, uh, I mean, this is a violation of uh, U.S. statute because we are not supposed to be providing armament, weapons to aiding and abetting, you know, terrorist forces, the enemy. And, but that seems that this could possibly be what, what happened. If that be the case, I mean, this is a treasonous uh, action. And furthermore, I mean, this does constitute the high crimes and misdemeanors that the uh, the Constitution talks about a, a a reason for an impeachment of a president. So this this is this makes you know Iran Contra look like romper room. And the fact that you still have President Obama a couple of weeks after this standing up at the United Nations and still talking about an anti-Islam video, something something is horribly wrong. And you know it is sad 
it's a sad state of affairs in the United States of America where we truly cannot trust and depend upon the, uh, the, the mainstream media that is out there. Most of the stations that are out there, ABC, CBS, NBC, MSNBC, PBS, and CNN, to, to tell us the truth. Well, of course, fortunately, the commission has the Internet now, which is very helpful in mm -hmm. trying to get this information out. What chance do you think that uh, independent inquiries or even congressional inquiries have of piercing the, as you call it, the circling of the wagons around Obama and getting the relevant information to the American public? Well, I think that the, the Select Commission is going to be very important. Uh, it, is a, it is vital that the 30-some-odd survivors that have been hidden away, uh, you know, rumors are about them having to sign non-disclosure agreements. They need to be brought to the forefront. And the critical people uh, that are part of this need to be uh, brought before this commission. You know, the uh, the Secretary of Defense, the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, uh, Susan Rice needs to be brought forth. Hillary Clinton needs to be brought forth. Uh, Victoria Newland, who uh, you know was promoted, she was the State Department spokesperson. So, uh, and and look, let's be very honest. I think that the president should be brought forth and and asked the tough questions about what happened. Because he is not above scrutiny, he is not above inquiry. Uh, we have co-equal branches of government. We have separation of powers. That's what James Madison established in the uh, in, in the United States Constitution. And so there is proper oversight. And for the, the Democrats to come out and say that this is just a political ploy, a political stunt, Nancy Pelosi's words, for the president to say this is a phony scandal, it's really not phony to the four people that are dead. Well, and I mean, if political stunt is the standard by which actions are to be judged, then blaming a coordinated attack armed by people that the U.S. had armed on 9-11 on what was basically American soil and calling it an Internet video spontaneous demonstration is the ultimate political stunt. So if it people is, have a problem with political stunts, they should focus on Obama's action rather than those who are trying to uncover the truth, in my opinion. Yeah, but like I said, this will be this will be very damaging for the current administration and for who they believe in to be the future administration. And it can't go away because this can, like I said previously, this cannot be the new normal. This cannot be something where we just accept, hey, you know, uh, an ambassador was killed. I, I even heard that on the uh, on PBS, I think it was a McLaughlin report, uh, a female journalist from Newsweek said that. Um, Ambassador Stevens was not murdered. He died of smoke inhalation. Well, how do you think the smoke and the smoke got there? It's because the you know the consulate was under attack, and so it, it is this constant you know stream of talking points that you know I don't know if it emanates from the White House, it emanates from media matters and uh, the, the gentleman there. But they continue to try to get this narrative out there that, you know, desensitizes the American people to what happened. And the ambassador oh. was murdered. Of course. I mean, if I stab a guy and then say, well, he died of some mysterious blood loss, nobody's going to take me seriously. In fact, it would be an insult to the intelligence of anyone I was claiming such a fantastic story to. And that thing shows the desperation that the media is uh, engendering in trying to protect against all reason and evidence this administration. Yes, you're, you're, you're spot on. But... You know, like you said, the, the Internet is a powerful thing. The fact that, you know, some polls say anywhere from 65 to 71 percent of the American people want the truth. And, uh, you know, when you have a Citizens Commission on Benghazi with, you know, some very qualified experts in these fields, I mean, Claire Lopez, I mean, look at the job that she's doing, uh, Lieutenant General McGurney, Major General Valerie. 
lots of lots of great horsepower there and uh, trusted voices. Even though you know some people on the left would, would want to say that you know we're just a bunch of conspiracy theorists and crackpots. That's not the truth, but that's how they have to denigrate the mean and, and otherwise discredit and disrespect you because they are afraid of the truth. But I think this is going to be a, a very telling thing. And, you know, once again, it's not just Benghazi now. We've got the VA scandal. We have many other things. And that's why they're trying to deflect over and make Boko Haram all of a sudden in, in Nigeria a, a big news item when these guys have been at this uh, for the past, you know, almost three to four years. So last question I have is, do you think that there's going to be any smoking gun that leads directly to uh, Hillary Clinton's uh, inbox? I believe that there are, and and I believe that you know if you know we can get more unredacted emails of what transpired in the State Department. But look at what the Obama administration is already doing. The emails that were unclassified, they have now reclassified as as classified, so that they believe people will not be able to get their hands on it. So if there is nothing there, there's no there there, then why take these type of actions? So you know they're guilty by their response to this already. Yeah, if you destroy evidence, that itself is a crime, uh, and you don't really need to look any further. But I know our time is short here today. Uh, thank you so much, Alan. I appreciate the work that the Commission is doing, and I wish you the best of luck in helping to uncover some of these potentially treasonous activities. Thank you. The, the, the truth always shines brightly. All right. Take care. Appreciate it. Bye-bye, Stephen. Bye.